1: Thirteen Days of Halloween Devil's Night. A production of iHeart 3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended, listener discretion advised.
2: Here we go. Arrow, you ready? Oh! Heel? Wait! Wait for it! That one! The box are! Arrow, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one! Uh. 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 Aero, are you okay, boy? Uh, I really knocked my arm, but we made it. I just hope we're headed in the right direction. Let's try and find a dry spot, away from the cold. Whoa! Hello? I, I can't see you.
3: You don't need to. I've been expecting you. What do you mean? Shh. Shut yourself for a moment. Hold on to that cargo beside you. The train will be picking up speed in a moment. It will smooth out a bit. Hold tight. One moment more. Hold. Yes, Max. Just so. Like a tide.
2: I was looking for the train into town. Wait. How do you know my name?
3: How does anyone learn anything? You get old. And when you get as old as I am, there are few surprises left. As for your other question, all trains go in the same place these days. Behind the curtain. You ride with me. You ride under the skin of this great country. You're rolling through its veins. But have you a bite for me? Some provender?
2: I have an apple I was saving, but if you're starving...
3: Well, this will do, for now. Let me stand over in this moonlight. Here, you can see me. I'm no harm. You banged yourself up, something awful trying to hop. Sounded like a bone landing hard on the iron. First time?
2: First time what?
3: Riding rails, son. Your arm looks torn worse than a twice-boiled Oklahoma chicken. Let me wrap that up for you, else you're likely to bleed all around the bunk. Look, it's no hoodoo. Just sit there for a moment. Trust me, old boy. The last thing I want is for Max's body to get hurt. Careful. Here we go. Let me put a bit of. Now, Max, how's that?
2: That's. Hmm. Huh. Feels brand new. Thanks, Mister. I didn't get your name.
3: You did not, Max. Names have power. Why don't you just call me. The Conductor? You know I thought you would be taller. I suspect you cast a mighty shadow. Or some shadow follows you.
2: Look, Mr. Conductor. I don't mean to be rude, but I don't know how you seem to know so much about me. Are you from town?
3: Oh no. Far past town, son. No, the signs told me where to find you. Hobo code from here on to Sandusky points this way. I see the boy as he was. I see the old arrow, but I don't see that which follows after you. I smell it on you, though.
2: All I smell is coal smoke.
3: No, there's something else, something close. It must be haunting you.
2: You mean like a ghost?
3: Not a ghost, son. You're familiar. Do you understand? The thing that follows. That's what drove you to my train.
2: Look, I appreciate you binding up my arm, but you have to understand,
3: I... Right. You always have it, don't you? That urgent need, that act now. Listen. You're in shock. You took a bruising in it looks like that bruising started earlier than when we met. Here, relax. This is a safe place. Sit a spell. Travel with me. We've got a ways to go. And you're right. I am old. As are all my people now. We have been traveling, Max, traveling for a long, long time. Once upon a time, before they mastered fire, your people sent their elders and their young alike out into the unknown. For some, the danger were the caves. For some, the sunlight. For most, the distance. It was a noble endeavor to travel away from safety, to return with glory and knowledge. Most died, but... On the off chance that one might return, their people would wait. My people are from back before the rails, before folks crossed the ocean and hitched their horses westward, wagons in tow. And we were always searching. Our currency is stories, and stories are the only true currency of this world, passed from one to another, like coins in the hand or laid across the eyes. Searching. Always searching. Where once we traveled through clouds and chariots and prophet's dreams. We travel now with the ravens and the crows, the rats, the hobo and the coyote. My people are like you. We're just trying to get home. Once long ago, the creator, and there is one had an uncharacteristically good mood. He brought into being the mortal world. From light he made angels. From clay he made man. From smokeless fire he made my people. Powerful we were in those days, astride both this world and the next. Being of smokeless fire, we alone, in all the world had no shadows of our own. Last, the Creator made the shadows, that they may hold passage between the riddle of light and the answer of the dark. We raised a mighty city, Ur, some called it, the City of Brass. Others later saw the ruins and called those Babylon. For some long ages the city grew ripe and golden, a flame of wisdom for all who visited. In the manner of holy things, we set upon each member of this city a task, a ritual. To leave, to travel, to return and add what they had learned to this great endeavor. So it came to pass, a boy set out into the wild. He didn't want to leave. Like so many, he was forced. Though truth be told, some piece of him yearned for this the promise of adventure, of ship and story and danger. This is the siren call of all men, all boys, human, angel, or otherwise dream of venturing. They believe their journey will bring them, piece by piece, closer towards the man they hope to one day become. This boy, he was just like you. Only a day, he thought again and again. And sooner than I know, I will be returned. And like you, he found one way leads only to another. At first, he came to a farm in a land near his own. A farm in desperate times, where the people's ribs showed through their clothes and the vultures circled fat, heavy through the pitiless sky. Coming from a land of magic and plenty, this was unfamiliar. He sought to learn, this boy, the ways of this land, in the hopes that he might, God willing, improve the lot of the people living upon it. And so he sought to teach these laborers the secret arts of the orchard, the delicate pull of the ripest dates, the fragile song of seeds within the ground, how to hear them, how to sing to them. Yet he was rebuffed, beaten by the peasants on the land, Just like a bum, you could say, when the bulls catch you snoozing in the grainer.
2: Bulls? In the train yard?
3: Railroad bulls. Police, boy. There have always been the police, or something like them. The things that hunt the free. Tell me, do you see your shadow?
2: It's too dark to see anything in here. Don't
3: pretend, boy. You know what I mean. I know you've seen it before. And we both know it's following you still. Bezalel. That name is meaningless. You could call it a thousand names in a thousand tongues and it may respond. It's a trickster, Max. It's playing games with you. So, is he here with us now? I don't think so. Well, you don't see him, but do you think your shadow sees you?
2: I... I don't know.
3: Now, be careful, Max. You might be surprised what they see and what they hear. The boy certainly was. You see, as he was laying there in the land of men, beaten into the dirt, his shadow rose and took its vengeance. It broke the Covenant of Shadows, and raised its hand to the mortal world. Listen close, Max. The Shadow offered the boy a deal. As inevitable as a train on iron rails. It offered him a passage home.
2: What did the boy say?
3: You know the story.
2: I don't think I do.
3: The boy said, "Yes, of course." Like all boys, he grew tired of wandering. Once he learned the cruelty of the road, he wanted more than anything to return home. But his shadow followed, and the shadow had different plans. For the old storytellers, we trading our currency. This covenant with the shadow is the great moral. That's what we tell outsiders, at least. Gathered around the hobo jungles and the breadlines and the other hidden places. But let me tell you this. It's not the end of the tale. Would you like to know the rest?
2: Look, I know some stories of my own. How about this one? A kid and his dog, just trying to get home. No one will help them.
3: I like it, Max. I do. But you'll need more than that, where you're going. Here's what happens next. The part of the story only a few may know and fewer remember. Listen closely. This is my gift to you. A thank you for the apple. An appeal. A favor. The boy escaped the farm, pursued, like it or not, by his shadow. It became part of him. It followed. It yearned. He was waylaid more than once on the hungry road to home. He learned from a kindly traveler the danger of the shadows. You see, Max, all shadows are of one. And what if I told you this shadow knew all along that the boy's home had been lost? Why didn't it tell him? Shadows are creatures of secrets. And here is their greatest. They are not content to follow. With every step they take, they race to not be behind, but to be within. And then they seek to consume. They want to become. In their world, you are the reflection.
2: What happened to the boy?
3: That's the biggest secret of all, Max. This is the part you will have to write yourself. The boy could not guess what the shadow wanted. Sometimes it seemed to help him. Sometimes to hinder him. It grew closer and closer with each passing day, with each passing hour. Until one day, the boy awoke to find he had no shadow at all. At least not on the outside. He heard his voice as though it was a shadow. And he asked himself, Am I the boy that left? Am I the shadow that returned? I was that boy once upon a time, Max. And my shadow caught me. It holds me even now. And I am doomed to search. To roam by darkness and rail. Until I find the city of my people. That which was once lost. It is a pitiless quest. One that grants me no rest. No peace in this mortal world. If I die, it reaches back and pulls me from the depths. I'm tired now. The Shadow needs new blood. And I need... Rest. Something's wrong. They're stopping the train. We don't have much time. Listen. I've searched for you so long, Max. This body is almost done. Come closer. Please. You can save me, Max. And I can save you. Join me. Trade your shadow, the one you hear even now, for mine. Take my place along the road. You will not weaken. You will not die. You will ride free as a lonely wind throughout this land. And I in your place. I will finally be granted the peace of death. What's that? What do you think?
0: Open up! Where are? The bulls!
3: Come here, boy. I know just where to hide. Ah! Hup. Hup.
0: All right, come on out now. We can make this easy, but that's up to you! Of course. This car is cleared for transport of livestock and materiel only. Anyone found freight hopping should be warned that they are committing an interstate felony. We already know you're here. We will find you. Better, easier for you to show yourself now. Come out, come out, wherever you are! Max! Are you okay? Stay away from me.
3: I know you're
0: here. I can smell ya. Max, where is it? Where's what? We know he was here with you.
3: Who was here?
0: Who is here? You know damn well. Another presence. Could have been a man, a woman. Was it someone you recognized? Or maybe... Another dog? Come here, Arrow. Stop! Calm yourself, Arrow. Just let me see your eyes. No, no, it's not the dog. Something drew you into this train. Something lured you in. We just need to know what it was.
3: Just tell them the truth, boy.
2: Nothing lured me in. I was running from the carnival and I hopped the train.
0: Do, Do you, you know, know where, where this train, train is, is headed?
2: No. I hoped it was going in the right direction
0: Then all aboard for Bradbury
2: How did you do that?
0: Who do you think is
2: driving? Why is there more than one of you?
0: Why? Well, there doesn't have to be
3: (laughs) Better now? Go on, son Ask him What do you want to know?
2: How does this end?
0: How does what end?
2: The story of the boy and the dog. And the shadow.
0: I don't think I know that one, Max. But I'm sure of one thing. You were not alone on this train. And we are not alone now. This is important, Max. Did it give you something?
3: What's there to give, with no one to give it to?
2: No, nothing.
0: What is this, on your arm? I, um... Where did you get this?
3: Oh, that's been there all along.
2: I think I had it. I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Yes, you do. Something happened. You hurt your arm. Did somebody wrap it up for you?
3: Not her. Feeling much better. It's feeling much better.
0: Ah, then let's just take it off.
3: No! Step away, boy. It aims to hurt you. It aims to take you away from me.
2: No! 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 Ah!
0: Well, hello. I was wondering where I would find you.
3: Back, demon. You're too late. The boy is mine.
0: Max, walk toward me.
3: Stay away, boy. You know now what that thing is. What he pretends to be is only a mask. I can keep you safe.
0: I'm counting to three.
3: One. It will lie to you, Max. It will play games with your life. Two. Once it gets you, it will never let you go. Three. Come to me, boy.
0: I've got his feet. I've got his arms. I've got his head. You put me down, you abomination. Out of the train. Ready, boys? Ready! Ready! Right! Swift and efficient. Well done, boys! And now, back to one. (sighs) Are you okay, Max?
2: Who was that?
0: A corrupted thing. Hiding in wait for someone like you to come along. Like he was riding this train, it rides from one body to the next.
2: He knew things about me. Things he had no reason to know.
0: A great storyteller, but a trickster. You were lucky you were not taken in by it. Well, not all the way.
2: And he knew about you.
0: More careful deception. These things are crafty. It shifts its story to lure its prey.
2: What makes you any different? You. Both of you. All of you. You're not who you say you are. You're nothing but a shadow. A lousy shadow, following me around, stirring up trouble.
0: But I am not going to hurt you.
2: Where is this train going?
0: I told you. Home. Look, we're about to cross the river. That's the bridge ahead.
2: Hero, get ready. One.
0: Max, what are you doing? Two. You do not need to fear me. Three.
1: 13 Days of Halloween, Devil's Night Starring Carter Rockwood and Clancy Brown Episode 4, The Train Tracks Written by Ben Bolin and Alexander Williams Featuring the voice of Mark Hatfield Editing and sound design by Trevor Young Directed by Alexander Williams Script supervision by Nicholas Tokoski Casting by Sunday Bowling CSA and Meg Mormon CSA Production Coordinator Wayna Calderon Production assistants Zoe Shea and Amber Ferris. Animal recording by Ben James. Closing theme by Rose Azerti. LoyaltyFreakMusic.com. Recorded at DG Entertainment in Los Angeles, California. Engineered by Gary Forbes and Jody Abbott. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Noah Feinberg, Chris Dickey, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Trevor Young and Josh Thane. Producers Jesse Funk and Rima Ilkayali. 13 Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alexander Williams and is a production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Learn more about the show at grimandmild.com slash 13days and find more podcasts from iHeartRadio by visiting the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.